0: You want what? Two
1: hundred more dollars added to my weekly pay.
0: Okay. All right. I I'll get that over. I get that over to Congress. We'll see if we can run that through a caucus meeting.
1: Right fast, right fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: We're, we'll we'll get we'll get that done by as fast we get a stimulus package out. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh that's what I need a good laugh in. All right. Okay. Well, good morning to all of you. Oh, morning, good
2: morning morning. Morning, morning. morning. Yeah,
0: oh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. we got we got we got folks Straggling up the lake side of the mountain. They'll be around here in the, oh, in the minute. In a minute.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, my dear mom over there, she's, don't cough up a lung now, you'll be all right. No, I'm, I'm fine, I'm just clearing yeah. my throat <coughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this morning we want to uh, again remind you, to put it in your head, about April nine. And, if you, and and I want to say today, if I can, if you can't be there, I know there's a few of you who cannot participate because it just isn't in your wheelhouse or your conditions won't let you. That's all right. Would you tell somebody? All these people that we talk to and, you know, you know how we get on the phone and this don't make sense and that don't make sense and, and. And I know there's a lot of things in this world that are stressing us out, and, and I don't want to dismiss that, but if you could slide in this good piece of news while, you, while you're in your know, session of uh, emotional, uh, whatever the word I'm trying to put there,
3: mm-hmm.
0: slide that in about April 9 and come on out to walk with us, that'll be definitely. Definitely appreciated by me. And uh, also keep some other thoughts and process in your press. I am working on a technology class. And I'm working on a series of them. And so I ask you to keep those in your press. Um, This class will have everything from Uh, senior understanding of the phone to various aspects and things that are available to help those with, uh, you know, challenges, everything from physical challenges of the ligaments to physical challenges of the, you know, you name it, we're going to have it. I don't want to start naming out people's challenges. That's not fair. Uh, But so we're working on uh, this. Being more of a senior community, I kind of have this this uh, overarching burning, if you will, to uh, do at least what I can to provide an opportunity for you. Because you got to learn how to make it in this society this is going to be a technological world you're going to be around here another 15, 20 years some of you if not all and uh, you know I don't want you to be you know bad off when the car starts flying over your head and you, you haven't even realized how to turn on the cell phone yet that's going to be a bad day so we're going to try to work on that Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to work on that. Uh, keep all of your civic leaders and community leaders and everybody in your prayers. And uh, I didn't say much about it, but that they, that reporter that was uh, murdered over on Granby Street, there's a lot of things going on about, about that backlash and to so keep that family in your prayers. I'm sure there's a lot of other things that you have, your thoughts, your concerns. Uh, over there in Ukraine and Russia, that's still a big, big topic of discussion. So we got a lot to pray for today. Um, and Mama Bell... Keep Mama Bell in your prayers. She's going to be all right, but keep her in your prayers. Keep everybody in your prayers. Yeah, keep me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, yeah, keep, keep a thing. Not just a thing, but a toes, a eyes, and everything. Ew. Keep them all in your prayers. The last man won't come up here. <laughs> Is your Mama Belle? Yeah, that's their yeah. The Mama Bell? Yes. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. If you want to go ahead and uh, do whatever your tools and your arms will let you do. Okay. All
1: right.
2: Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Mama Bell. You you, uh, always get us going on Sunday morning. You get us pumped up with your piano playing. Thank you for that. Boy, it seems like um, morning comes earlier and earlier every day. That makes sense? (laughs) (laughs) Morning's always early, right? Okay. So, anyway. it's been uh, an interesting month. It's almost uh, getting to the point; it will be over by the end of this week, and we'll be starting what a new a new month, getting ready for the celebration of uh, our Lord's resurrection. So, you know, we have something to look forward to, something to think about, and something to to uh, to praise God for, okay, so think about that you know this past week uh, uh, I've had communications with with uh, relatives and, and friends, and you know, I, I got me to thinking about um, how how when I was growing up and uh, even even as, a, as, even as an adult, there's periods of my life when um, things don't always go the way we have planned, or maybe they don't go the way we want them to go, right? Uh, Maybe there are times when, as a parent, uh, us have been fortunate to uh, go down that road, when our children maybe disappoint us, you know, but... uh, I, I, you think about that, and I, I've thought about that. You know, I thought about it times when, when I felt okay. I'm disappointed in what they did, but am I really disappointed in who they are? See, that's 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 a that's a, that's a whole another issue. And sometimes we have to think about that. We have to separate uh, who our children are versus what they do. Okay, I know that's a lot of deep subject for early in the morning, but if you think about it, you know, God. God looks at us in the same way and, and you know, we have to look at uh, look at how God looks at us. You know. Our children our children, even our friends, in their family, our brothers and sisters and sometimes slow I say it, our wives, you know, may disappoint us, but does that mean we have a right to uh, uh criticize them or 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 yeah. Depending on what it is, if they do something that, you know uh against the law, against nature, yeah, then we have a right but but also we have a another obligation, and God teaches us the, what those obligations are and and Jesus talked to us about what those obligations are, and we have to think about that and i and I think about that as we approach. Uh, Easter as we approach the time when Jesus was hanging on the cross and, and how he addressed his situation, be it in that uh, that that, uh, that time of his life, uh, you know, what he didn't say and what he did say. You know, sometimes we have to be that way. Sometimes we have to just be quiet and, and let things go. and, and, and uh, But in our mind, we still have to be one be mindful of what God wants us to do, okay? And and that's important. You know, and and Jesus talks about that in Matthew. Uh, uh, Matthew 6, verse 14 and 15. Okay. So, you know, we're going to look at this real quick. I just need the. It says... uh, There we go. Uh, Matthew... Six, fourteen, fifteen says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive you. Wow. Think about that. You know, do you hold grudges against people? Do you have animosity towards people? And you say, oh, man, if that person just wouldn't do this and this and this, I'd like him, you know. (laughs) But that's not what God that Jesus was talking about. We should love God. People, no matter what, you know, God, I love me. He still loves me. He loved me when I was doing crazy stuff. He loved me when I was, uh, when my back was, you know, turned against him, when I wasn't listening to him, when I wasn't walking with him, you know. For what? For God first loved me. Right? Okay? If you think about your lives and what you've been through, you know, do you deserve the love of God, the love of Jesus? There's nothing about deserving. You know, God gives it to us. You know, whether we deserve it or not, he still loves us. Whether we have relatives and children and and even parents if, you know, do they deserve our love? Of course they do. You know? Do we have to show it to them? Yeah. We have to show Do we have to forgive them? You know? Jesus on the cross when he was, you know, he said, forgive them for what? They know not what they do. Right? When the, you know, the thieves were arguing amongst each other and, you know, one the other would say, hey, leave it be. He did nothing We deserve this. He don't. And what did Jesus promise him? That he would have eternal life. He would be with him in in paradise. So think about that. You know, no matter what we've done, what we think, how we feel, God has given us his love through the grace of Him. You know, he gives us the opportunity to what? To be loved by him. That is always there. He doesn't say, Okay. If you do this and this and this, I'll love you. No, that's not what God says. God says I'll love you today, I'll love you tomorrow and I'll love you the rest of your life. Just understand that and accept that. And you know, we have to we have to walk with God and listen to what He tells us and, and follow His His guidelines. You know, we're not perfect. I, believe me. I know that as well as anybody else you know if we were perfect we would be what we would be with God in heaven there you go and that's something we have to look forward to you know do you have that to look forward to do you have that eternal life to look forward to do you have that singing and praising and having a good time and dancing and you know seeing and singing and playing the piano in heaven think about that is that where you want to be that's where I want to be you know and it's going to be hard sure it's going to be hard because we still live where on this earth, and we still face challenges, you know. Eric you know, talks about listening to the news and the yeah. paper and don't do this and don't do that, you know, because it brings all the bad things up, you know. But we have to remember the way, the good things, the things that God promises us, you know, the things that God gives us, it's there. We just accept it and, and, and do what he says. you know, and it's, it's not gonna be easy. You know, it it was not easy for me to listen to my mom and dad all the time. You know, what they were telling me was for what? Not for their benefit, but for my passion. And that's what God's telling us <laughs> okay, In didn't notice, he doesn't have to get to heaven, right? But he wants us to get there. So we have to listen to what he, he told us and how he teaches us and what Jesus said to us. And, and what the Bible says to us on a daily basis, you know. Listen to what he says. Do what he says, and uh, and then we'll be, you know, reunited with with God in heaven, and and have something to look forward to. And we should pray, and we should thank Him for whatever He gives us. You know, sometimes we have to thank Him for getting us through the bad times. Maybe using the bad times to teach us things. You know, I know some of the. Things that I went through in my life—it was all a learning experience. It was a learning experience for me, so I could use it to teach other people about how much God loved me and how much God still loves me.
1: You know,
2: He doesn't He doesn't you know, he forgives our sin, but when we sin, He still loves us. You know, when I did things against uh, my parents, they didn't turn their back on me. They still loved me. Just so that's what the Bible teaches them to do, and it's what it teaches us to do. You so know, when my uh, children did some stupid stuff, did I forget who they were or what they, who they are? No, did I still love them? Of course I did. You know, and, and, and that love is what unconditional. You so know, God has that unconditional love for us. So no matter what we do in our lives, no matter what we face. We have to forgive others, but maybe we feel that, you know, <laughs> is it our right to condemn those people? No, it's, it's our obligation to let forgive them and to love them. You know, the Bible tells us we should pray for everyone, you know, even our enemies. You know, sooner or later, they'll have to answer to God for what they're doing or what they're not doing, as, as well as we will, you know. I can, you know, when God opens that book and, starts, you know, and reads our name it talks about what we are what we did what do you want him to say? Yeah. I want him to say welcome welcome to the heavens welcome, thank you thank you for doing what you did thank you for talking about me praising me and loving me just as much as I love you think about
1: that
2: can you love God as much as he loves you Wow, that's a strong, strong statement, right? And it's a hard thing to do because Satan doesn't want us to do that. Satan wants us to turn our back towards God, but God doesn't want that. He wants you to turn around because he's there with his arms open waiting for you, waiting for you and whatnot. Better time than this time of year, the season of God's forgiveness that he offers us, that his son was on that cross bleeding for you and for me. For every sin that I did, there was a drop of blood. For every sin that I was going to do, just what? There was a drop of blood. God bless us. And his son gave his ultimate sacrifice for us. That so, so was a terrible, terrible way. But he knew that within three days, he would have what? resurrection he would rise again he would be able to walk and talk to tell people that God loved everyone and through his sacrifice we have that opportunity you know the Bible tells us that the only way to the father is through the son so if we look at what the son did for us and how he forgives us and how his father forgives us we should use that as what a way to live our lives. We should be full of forgiveness, and it's hard. Believe me, I know it's hard, you know. So when you pray, do you pray forgiveness for your enemies? Do you pray forgiveness for the person that cussed you out last week? Do you pray forgiveness for the person that doesn't do what you think they should be doing? Think about it. God always gives us and offers that forgiveness. He forgives me for the things that I did and the things that I still do. So we have to thank Him for that. And we have to forgive ourselves of our sins as well as what God forgives us. You know, sometimes, you know, that's important. We have to forgive ourselves before we we can forgive everyone else. All right? So God is always with us. He always forgives us. But most of all he loves us no matter who we are, what we do and what we look like. And I thank God on Reno for that. I thank God that He is always there for me. No matter who I am, what I think I am, He's there. And He tells us, Come, come be with me. Come, let me love you always, continuously. And hell come have Eternal life with me in the place we call heaven. Amen and amen. God bless. Thank you,
1: Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
0: I know I said that before. Good morning, but for our our friends who got caught in the traffic jam between the bedpost and the bathroom, we are grateful that you made it on in. You found yourself a nice parking space somewhere near the kitchen counter, and you made it on in this morning. I would like for us to consider, first of all, thank you, Brother Brother Dennis, for that wonderful uh, moment of thought. And Mm -hmm. to uh, Mama Belle, who played with us uh, earlier on our time together. And as we move forward, we ask for you to consider your intentions. When I say intentions, I mean your prayer requests, your thoughts, your ideas, of the, uh, the things that are going through your brain as you speak. Everybody's got something going through the mind. And uh, sometimes I believe we come to church, and the church becomes more of, uh, well, it takes on various meanings. But the one thing I think that has always struggled with is being able to help folks connect with what's going on within themselves and how to deal with their creator personally it's always been more corporately how do we come in and feed the sick and, or heal the sick and feed the hungry and all that good stuff uh, which is good stuff I don't want to sound like I'm dismissing it but more importantly how do you heal yourself that's a great conversation as we go into our moment of prayer here in a moment And on our way there, a couple things we would like to consider. From the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 2, Grace and peace be unto you, peace from God our Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ. May your grace and peace, the grace and peace of God rest upon you this morning. Psalms 122.1, I was glad when they said unto me, we will go into or even call the house of the Lord. May your time here together on this line serve as inspiration, serve as motivation, May this be one of the best times you have this week. An opportunity to connect with those who, like you, love Jesus. Psalms 19 and 14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. May my words be gracious. May they bring life to people. May they bring hope to saints. Psalms 43 and 3 says, "O oh, send out thy light and thy truth that they may leave me. And bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy dwelling, O God. Habakkuk 2.20 says, The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. And John 4.23, The hour cometh, and now is. When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. And finally, today, as we take a moment in our personal prayers, thus saith the high of lofty one that inhabiteth eternity. Whose name is holy? I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a country, a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite one. Isaiah 57. This time we'll have a moment of intercessory prayer, and as we do that, bring your intentions and your thoughts, prepare them to connect with your creator. Most gracious Father, our God. We honor you this morning for life. We honor you, Lord, that you are our God, and it's in you that we put our trust. We come to you this morning as your children, as your ambassadors, as your representation of your kingdom here on earth. God, you are great, and you are greatly to be praised. There is none like you. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, you and you alone are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha and you are Omega, you are our beginning and you are our ending. Father, we thank you because you never left us home. You never forsake us. You never deceived us. You're great God, and you're greatly to be praised. As we come this morning, this. We humble ourselves and pray. Lord God, as we ask you for forgiveness, and we turn from our evil ways, we pray, Lord God, that we will hear from heaven, Lord God, and you will forgive our sins and you will heal the land. As we come, as we join our faith together, as we stand in the gap, as we intercede for the matters of this world, We pray, God, that your kingdom will come on this earth as it has been established in heaven. Father, we ask you to establish yourself in the earth. We ask you to establish yourself, Lord God, in our homes, in our community, in our cities, in our counties, in our state, this nation, Lord, and even this world. We stand, Lord God, and we cry out to a holy, righteous, and loving God. A God that is compassionate and full of mercy. We thank you for our grace. And Father, as we come this morning, we first, we lay down all of our burdens, our cares at your feet. Because you said that you care for us. Not only you care for us, you carry us. You carry us to the valleys of shadows of death that we may feel no evil because you are our God. You are with us. You are in us staff, You comfort us. And we thank you for that. You hold us as we go over terrains and we, as we go through the thicket of life, the things that we don't know the outcome of. No more than know that on, other, on the other side of every situation, there is victory. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Victory. Victory. Victory over the things that, that we are concerned about, our health. Things, Lord God, that's been pressing in our mind, that's caused us to miss sleep, calls us, Lord God, to miss a meal, calls us, Lord God, even to crawl call ourselves in the room and shut the door and shed tears that nobody knows that we shed. Lord God, you hear us. You understand. You know all about us. You know our name. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord. Jesus you hear us and you understand our heart. Those things that we cannot even tell our best friend. But God, we can talk to you. Oh, my God, thank you. And you hear us. God, we thank you for that, for consoling us and wrapping your arms around us, allowing us to feel the warmth and grace of your hand touch and your arms, Lord God, full of strength.
2: Allowing
0: us to know when we feel that we cannot make it, we can make it. Hallelujah. Lord God, such a love that you so loved us that you gave your holy begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish. Thank you for allowing us not to perish, even though it gets rough and hell hounds are dashing out our souls. But we thank you, Lord for carrying us through. Lord God, we was doubtful at times. We didn't think that we was going to make it. We thought everybody, and even you, sometimes was against us. But, Father, somewhere between already and not yet, you came through. through. God, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God, the, the things all around us are in trouble. People around us in trouble. Man, this is sick, it's sick, it's sick. Lord God, trouble in the neighborhoods, trouble in the city, trouble in nations, Lord God. God, the, the times of the scriptures are unfolding before our eyes. We're seeing daughters against uh, mothers and sons against fathers. We see children against adults, Lord God. We see colors and races against one another. We're seeing nations against nations, Lord God. People are literally running for their life. Father, we come this morning because you said that you will hear our cry. You will understand, Lord God, that we bring these and we drop them at your people. Oh, yeah. When we can't turn to nobody else, we can turn to you, Daddy. Daddy, we can turn to you, Lord God. Uh, my God, we can turn to you. We can look to the years for which cometh our help. And our help comes from you, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, our God. You're strong and you're mighty, Lord God. Oh God, we call upon your name, God. So many things we see, we hear, Lord God, it's going on all around us. God, we need your intervention. We need the providence of your hands to stretch out. Oh! Lord God, and come now, Lord Jesus, and hear our cry. Lord God, people are believing lies rather than the truth, Lord God. They're choosing wrong over right, Lord God. They're choosing to hate the to love, Lord. Oh, God, we come to you, Lord God. Greed is in the land, Lord God. People are looking out for themselves, and they're, they're willing to risk the lives of human beings, Lord God, just to for their own selfish gain. But Father, we come, Lord God, we plead to you, the Lord thou God, oh, the maker, the creator of the talk word, and everything that we see came into an existence. We call upon your holy name. Hey, we are desperate this morning. We are desperate. We are desperate. We are desperate. Oh, God, we see things in the earth that need to be handled. But there are some things in our homes, Lord God. There are some things in our families that need your attention, Lord God. Because we call upon you. We call you, you, you. Elohim, Yahweh, Yahshua, Elkanai, Elohim, we call upon you. We call upon that name that is the greatest name, There is no other name whereby men shall be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. We call upon you, Jesus. Oh, we call upon you. We cast our cares and we trust in you, Lord God, that you will rescue, rescue, rescue people, Lord God. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord God. We need you like never before. We need you, Lord God. Prices are going out of the sky, Lord God. Gas prices are high. Food shortages, gas shortages, love shortages. God, we need you, Lord God. need you, Jesus. Oh, God, we need you, Lord God. We need you, we need you, we need you. And, therefore, we come to you, Lord, God. We come to you because you gave us an open door to come to you, Lord. And, Father, we thank you for that open door. We thank you for these, your people. Thank you for touching hearts of mine and regulating the hearts of mine of people, Lord. You have people on the battlefield fighting for their lives, Lord, God. People are fighting for their rights. Lord God, they might not be in Ukraine, but there are some people fighting for their rights. Lord God. Right next door to us. Yes. Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for Lord God, we don't know the circumstances of everyone that's on this phone. But God, I pray and I know without a shadow of a light, they are fighting. 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 They are fighting the good faith, fight of faith, Lord. Yes. They're saying I won't give up, even though I want to give up, even though I feel like giving up, but I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. and I thank you, Lord, because the word says, Lord, God, that the race, the race, the race, the race, the race is not given to the swift, not a to the straw, but those, 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 those that are on first virtual, those ah, that didn't do it, that didn't do it, that didn't do it. Till the end, we thank you, Lord. We thank you because of the prize. We reach for the prize of the high calling in you, Christ Jesus. We deny ourselves that you may get the glory. I said we deny ourselves that you may get the praise. And the glory out of our life, Lord God, that you may get the praise and the glory out of our families, that you will get the praise and the glory out of the jobs and the duties that you have called us to. We thank you for giving us the strength and the courage to carry out those things. It may seem foolish to somebody else. It may seem foolish to our friends. It may seem foolish to our next door neighbor, but to you, is your working what you have called us to do. Hallelujah. We have answered the holy calling of you. We thank you. Have my child. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Oh, my God. I feel you right now, Lord. I said, I feel you right now. That's why we praise you. That's why we glorify you. That's why we adore you because you are a great God. Not because I lift my voice in the excitement of your presence, but because of your very word is true and you are true. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. We praise you, Lord God, and we thank you. We give your name the glory in Jesus' name. Now, there are you that are on this service this morning that maybe God has praised something on your heart, and I declare to you, dear ones, that the water is trouble, and whatever you need from the Lord, I declare if you cast it and give it to him and you talk to him about it. If you give voice to it this morning, the Lord will work a miracle in your life. He'll work a miracle in your situation. Look, let me give you a sign of warning. It might not come out like you wanted it to come out, but I declare that the Lord will work it out. Let's go to the Lord now in prayer. You pray. You pray. Hallelujah.
1: you.
3: Jesus is saying, Oh God, I love me Help me, Jesus, I need you. God,
0: Father, bless this service this morning. Bless the man the God that will bring forth the world. We pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, God, that you will loosen, anointing upon him. That when he speak your word this morning, that every ear to hear, we hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. In the
3: ear to hear.
0: In Jesus' name. Yeah. We love you. We love you, we love you, Lord, today, because you care for us in such a special way. That's why we praise you, we lift you up, and we magnify your name. That's why our hearts are filled with praise amen
3: Jesus Christ. oh hallelujah thank you Jesus thank
0: you. the gospel according to Luke mm. get
1: together here. oh hallelujah
0: Gospel according to Luke, uh, chapter, uh, what number we have, that's not it, mm. Mm. chapter 4, I want to say it is, please forgive me, I interested in the prayer of the God Luke chapter 4 verse 16 and it reads he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up as usual he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. And unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it was risen. written. Excuse me. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim relief. To the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. I would like to, for the time that we have left this morning focused on the subject that came from a rap song uh, on behalf of a great and wonderful rap artist named Jay-Z. Uh, my thought this morning is please allow me to reintroduce myself. Please allow me to reintroduce myself. And all those in agreement with the Bible respond with a howdy. Amen. 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 Well, I guess grandmama spoke for the whole church. <laughs> i have uh had some struggles thinking about uh, this idea of society. I've kind of stewed over this uh, for some time. Nowadays, I do not spend as much time as I once did. When I first started on this journey of uh, Sunday services and things, uh, I would have a day where I would sit and I would have like 14 different Bibles and commentaries and everything open to the desk really full of books and papers and things, and I'd just sit there and kind of, Wrestle through it. Book. Wrestle through the book, if you will. Thank you for that moment of blood. Now, I just walk around and I stew. From Monday to Saturday, I'm stewing eternally.
1: <clears throat>
0: this particular pot of stew focused on identity. It's focused on mission. And part of the thing that angers me the most, and if I can have a pause moment before I finish that thought, I I was fortunate to go out to dinner last night with a friend and we sat down and we talked and and I just uh sat there and listened to he and First Lady talk about me for some time. It was a good conversation. That's why I let him talk about me. But the thing that was unanimously spoken was generally Eric does not speak about anything he doesn't believe and he does not focus on anything that doesn't bother him. I've been criticized by many people in the religious community because uh, there are certain parts of the Bible that in the past two years I have not touched. It may have been in Revelations once. There's a whole lot of those 66 books that I don't even deal in. It's not that those books are not important, I just don't have any interest in them at this moment. I- but what I do have an interest in, what I do have a fire, what cooks my goils, if you will. Yes, I made up the word goyles. It's English. We make words up every day. Is how many of us day in and day out operate out of a mindset that was created and orchestrated by somebody else. I was downtown a couple of days ago, and and I called the lady, and I said, you know, sometimes I don't want to come down here anymore. And she says, well, why you don't want to come down here anymore? I said, because I get tired of being the angel of death. She says, well, how will we know if you don't come down here and kill everything? I said, sometimes I'm tired of coming to kill everything. And in this particular day, we was in a conversation, and they were talking about different groups and people groups and what have you. And Mama Bell, without thought, it it was uh, sometimes I ask you prayers because sometimes things just pop up. Now, I guess I'm just so mad all the time with a lot of things that's going on. I don't know. Maybe I just don't care. No more. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know which one it is. But they were talking about African-American people and, and uh, minority groups and uh, non-whites, if you just want to go ahead and stick to it. And they came up with terms and, and just without thinking, I said, "Oh, so that's what y'all calling us today." And the room stopped, and they looked at me, And one person said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Haven't you noticed First, we were Africans, then we were Negroes, then we were black then. We're African American now with people of color. Everybody knows who we are except the people that are being called back. I'm supposed to be a person of color and I have no idea where that term came from. So why am I answering To a name that I have no idea what it means or why it's created, and how many people are answering to names, are agreeing with ideologies that a do not fit their character, personality, or understanding of things. Maybe I'm angry all the time, and I'm all right if I am. Maybe I'm just getting old, and I just don't care no more. I don't know which one it is. But I believe it's time for not just black people, but people to take a moment and reintroduce ourselves. Because the culture needs to know not what you think I am, but who I say I am. For so long, we have operated in what the people believe we should be. Today, you need to get an understanding of who I say I be. Yes. He said in this text, he said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. That is a very bold statement. It's a very bold statement. Most have a problem with bold people. People with self-confidence. People who know who they are and they're not afraid to say it. We used to say that people like that were cocky and conceited and thought they were better than everybody and thought they know it all. No, they're not cocky. They're not conceited. Well, not all of them. Some of them are just confident in themselves, and they refuse to be weakened Mm. by others' opinions.
4: Amen. That's the truth.
0: The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Mm -hmm. And I I thought about this. I told you I've stewed. Sometime I stew until it boils over and I get mad and then I gotta go calm myself down and I stew again. Because here You look at an individual who walks into his own hometown. If you want to find out where your enemies are, go home. Hmm. (laughs) If you really want to know how people feel about you, go home. Oh, Jesus. If you really want to know if you made it in life, go home. You really want to find out who you are and what you're made of, go home. I promise you, at the house, you're going to find yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. You get
0: saved at the house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: By the time you get done with Christmas dinner, you get saved at the house. Yes, you to pray it over. He walked into his hometown, and he got up and he spoke and he said who he was. And now the other thing that fascinates me, because these individuals, and we didn't get this, this in our text just further down, please, if you have some time, I invite you to read it. It's a very interesting read. Further down, you find the reaction to this moment in time. How the people responded, you find that further down in that text. And and I I of that not to, to go into something that we didn't cover. We'll get back to our piece of business. What we read is what we're going to deal with. But but if I could just have this moment to go down there, because they're demonized these people. I like them people. I like Donald Trump. You know why I like Donald Trump? At least I know he lies. Hmm. At least I know he hates my guts. I would rather have you look me in my face and hate my guts than smile in my face and stab me in the back. And the reality of it is it's true. a whole lot of folk will look you in your face and smile. I can't stand folk, I can't read. Jesus. Because I don't know where you are. I don't know how to deal with you. I don't know who or what you're saying. When you're quiet, I am nervous. I do not like quiet people because I think you're up to something. And the reality of it is a lot of us have been around quiet folk for so long who have connived and schemed and shot us in the back that that's why we can't take it anymore. The best thing to do, is to look somebody in the face and tell them how you feel. At least you know where you stand. Those people told him where they stood. And I understand I made a statement earlier about Mr. Trump, and I understand that many of us disagree with him, and you have the right to disagree with him. I'm not saying the man is good. I'm not saying the man is bad. What I'm saying is it's better to know what you're dealing with than to not know what you're dealing with. It's true. I was in a conference down yonder and they were saying we want to go and do some things and we don't I said don't go over there and lie to the people. That's bad. Well, Eric, we don't know you. I don't care if you don't know. Go tell them you don't know. Well, we can't tell them that. Why? You scared? Well, we don't want the people to know we don't know nothing. Well, you don't know nothing. (laughs) Tell the truth. Because the worst thing that can happen is when you hold something and somebody finds out you held it.
4: Man, this is true. This is
0: true. If you got a problem, go tell them. It's true. Because eventually they're going to find out. Yeah. And it'll be ten times worse yeah. when they find out. It's true. Let me get back to where I'm supposed to be today because that ain't my text. Is says, the Spirit is upon me to preach good news. To the poor. Now this is very interesting Notice with me He did not say The spirit of the Lord is upon me To open a food bank Notice he did not say The spirit of the Lord is upon me To hand out bus passes Notice he didn't say The spirit of the Lord is upon me To start a shower ministry All of those ideas are wonderful People need baths, they need transport, they need a meal. But if all you are doing is medicating the problem and not solving it, that's why you got generations of poor people. Because we have put band-aids on poverty instead of surgically dealing with the struggle. It's easy to buy a Band-Aid because that can be considered a charitable donation that'll get you 7.9% return on your taxes.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's
0: easy to do a Band-Aid than it is to do a tax increase on the rich and a tax cut on the poor. It's easy to do a Band-Aid than it is to hike the salaries and the wages of low-income people and single parents. It's easy to do a Band-Aid because I come to medicate the poor, not to give them good news. Good news says you've got a good job at high wages with benefits. A good news is that you have insurance for your children Good news is that you have the opportunity At education at low cost That's good news No, 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 no We don't come to do that mm. We come to give you glue For your wounds And band-aid to let it heal That's what we come to do
4: mm-hmm. Help
0: us, Church has become a glorified right Aid Center than an operation center. But I would like to close down right aid this morning and open urgent care and do some surgery on some folks. Mm. I come to preach good news to the poor. You know a lot of you don't believe in cussing, but the reality of it is you've been cussing all your life. Mm. You've been cussing so much that it's not even funny. You know, when you cuss day you say, I can't. I was taught I can't is a cuss word. Mm-hmm. I can't. And not only are you cussing, you liars. I can't is a lie. You can't come to church and believe in God and believe in I can't. It's an oxymoron because the Bible says I can.
3: And do all
0: things. And so if I can, then I can't does not operate in the same sentence.
4: Oh, it goes through.
0: Someone said faith and fear can't live in the same house. Mm. And joy Mm. and depression can't ride in the same car. Mm. And peace and hell can't live in the same neighborhood. Mm. But Mm. because we have been so conditioned, I came home last night, and I was riding through the neighborhood, and and I walked in, and I know I made First Lady mad. It's all right. It ain't my fault. As the lady said one time, it ain't my fault. I never understood why she said it, but I understand now why she said it ain't my fault. Because of our condition, I rode through and I said, Mama Bell, I said, I feel like I'm just like the white woman here. It was quiet. It was peaceful. Everybody was in the house. The yards were clean. <laughs> the garbage was put away. Yes. <laughs> the first lady looked at me, and she said, well, that's just your condition. And I looked back at her and I ain't say nothing because you know I was tired, I ain't feel like a fight. But I thought about it, I stood over it. And the sad reality is that we have been conditioned so much that black folks is dirty and black folks don't care about nothing and black folks don't take care of nothing and every time black folks get something, they're going to tear it up, that if you see something nice, it's got to be a white man. We have been conditioned to believe that we are less than we have been conditioned to believe that we are nothing for so long that we give the credit for our success to another race of people.
4: Man, that's true. That is the Holy Ghost
0: show. I don't think like that. True. Think like that. Mm-hmm. And so... Some of us, Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us struggle with the reality that we are somebody. Some of us struggle with the reality that we can do something. Some of us struggle with the reality that I can't have the big house on the hill, that I can't have a couple of dollars in my pocket. Some of us struggle with that. And I'm okay with those who don't. God bless you. Please help the ones that do. Because the rest of us need some help. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim freedom to the captives, proclaim freedom to people who find themselves mentally oppressed, and psychologically enslaved. There's a lot of folks in our society today who are psychologically enslaved, and part of that is because we got this double side of the spectrum here. And I don't come to start a discussion on who Feels or who doesn't feel, the reality of it is I recognize, if I could just, before I move to that train of thought, I recognize that there's some who do not feel the way that I'm speaking this morning. I recognize that there's some who have high tolerance levels, that some that have high educational and some who believe in the world from a different viewpoint. I understand that. But here's the reality. I also understand there's a lot that don't. Mm-hmm. Those of us that do have to understand those who don't, because if we don't, the those that don't is going to grow bigger than the those that do. Mm. But the moment that we recognize Some folks are in the projects not because they're lazy. Some folks in the projects are not because they're broken and they just want to be hood rats. Some people are in the projects because they're scared to death once we realize that. It's hard when one day your light bill is $100 and the next day is $245. It's hard. When one day your gas bill is $5,000 and the next bill is hard. When one day your taxes is $0.10 and the next day it's 10000 It's hard to convince people to get into this society life when $15 flat is all they know and it's all they can understand. It's hard mm. to try to transition people. Out of security into insecurity. It's hard. But when you teach him, like them. Jesus taught him, yes. you bring them. captives free. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it. Not because of a system but because the same God that loves me loves you. And, oh, he got me through it. You. Baby, I ain't no better than you. Mm-hmm. That's how you bring liberty and freedom to the captives. And the thing that I would like to say to some on both sides of the aisle, one of the things that I believe is the pillar of frustration why there's a church on every corner is because of a lack of understanding of the other's feelings. Because I don't see it that way. That I must not be a part. no. Your seeing is important. Your seeing is accurate. Your viewpoint is great. Your eyes are your eyes. And one should not dismiss. But at the same time, someone else may not have the same bifocals as you. And so when we learned and I don't want to sound like I'm fussing, but when it's taught, when it's understood, that sometimes a different view may be conditioned in somebody else. And how do we get to a universal condition? That's why I believe we come to church because if we connect with our creator, if we connect with our Lord and Savior, if we get to a universe, if we meet at the center line, which is called Mount Golgotha's Hill, Mount Calvary, if we meet at the center point, that is the intersecting link between white and black, the intersecting link between Jew and Gentile, the intersecting link between Greek and Golgotha, the intersecting link between Mexican and Hindi, Hispanic and Asian and Chinese and Japanese, the intersecting link between Russian and Ukrainian, that's the intersecting link if called across. And he said, I came... To proclaim liberty to the captives, to open the eyes of the blind. There's another misnomer that has been thrown throughout these streets. Most most folks look at blind as someone who has some. Autometry uh, problems, as you know in our particular community we we celebrate Mama Bell and we celebrate Brother Dennis as. They are dealing with various issues and what have you. And a lot of other people wear glasses in our community. My dead grandmother wears glasses. Brother Booth wears glasses. First Lady wears glasses. About everybody in here wears glasses. Somebody got to squint. Somebody got to do. All of us have physical eye problems in some way, shape, or form. But it's more blind folk than autometry problems. The scripture says they have eyes but cannot see. That is, I believe, the biggest problem in our frustration when you can't see someone else's struggle. It does not make sense someone else's dreams. And so our frustrations boil because somebody may just want to play in dirt all day, and that doesn't make sense. Somebody else may want to go and swing from a tight rope with a big old red nose on their face. That doesn't make sense. You could be a doctor. You could be a lawyer. You could be some person of social status. That is what makes sense to me. But when you want to go and do that other craziness, it doesn't make sense. But how do the kids have a good time without clowns? What do you do for family entertainment without a circus? How do you eat if somebody doesn't play in the dirt? Eyes, but cannot see. Ears, but cannot hear. Most of the time when you have conversations we are we're listening to respond and not listening to understand there's a very key point in listening to respond because when you're listening to respond you're not hearing what the person is saying you're hearing they're saying, and you're responding based upon your condition, and that is what causes the war. But when you listen to understand, sometimes you sit quietly, because if you can't understand, you've got nothing to say. And it's the other side needs to understand that it's okay for me not to understand. I'm not going to get everything. You are not going to get everything. Some things we've just got to wait and see. Oh, say, can you see by the starboard? it had to be something. It wasn't until the end of the bombings and the end of the struggle when Mr. Francis Scott Key looked up and he said, the flag is still there. We are still standing. We are still alive. But if he had went in there and told those folks that before the war, nobody would have believed him some things you can only see to understand. And then the last piece of business, and I'm going to get out your hair. I thank you for your time. He went and sat down. Sometimes the struggle, I believe, at least in my own personal spot, is when you feel like you gotta defend your own identity. When you have to defend your decisions, when you have to defend your choices in life. He said, The Spirit is upon me, this is what I'm gonna do. And then he went and sat down and he was finished. Nothing else needs saying. Either you agree or you don't. Either you're going to understand or try to understand, or you're not. Either you're going to stick it out with me, or you're not. But at this point, there's nothing else I need to say. There's no more explanations. There's no more need to fight about it. There's no more need to discuss it. Here is the line in the sand, take with it what you will. But that's all, and that's it this morning, and I know that that this is a process, but I would like to see us stop coming to church or calling in to saying, "Just because it is a societal thing to do because it is the socially spiritual thing to do. You better go to church and praise Jesus. Why? If you get nothing but the same idea on Monday that you had last Monday, what did you come here for? Well I'm going to tell you why you came here. I'm going to tell you why I hope you'd come here in the future. you come here to see that I am somebody. The me
1: I see
0: is the me I'll be. I am somebody. Then you say, well... That makes sense to me. But how does this text apply to me? It's simple. The Bible says over there, he says, These things Jesus is speaking, you have seen me do, you shall, and greater. And then the other thing he said, around about the first time that the word Christian was spoken and defined, it says, we are Christ-like. So therefore, if Jesus did it, then I can do it. But then to give you more context to build your argument with yourself, because you ain't got to argue with nobody else, build it with yourself. He said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do. So I come to church not to ask for rent. I come to church to ask for a paid-off mortgage. I don't come to church to ask for a loan on the business. I come to church to ask for a full investment. I don't come to church to ask for a job at the entry level. I come to work, to church, to ask for the CEO spot. That's what I come for. Because what God has for me, broke is not an option. I can't go out struggling to pay bills and do the mission that he called for me. So, Lord, you know I'm going to need some resources from somewhere. And the earth is the laws and the is thereof and the world they, where they're in. And you got every diamond sea all over the place. So somewhere alone there you got a pocket full of money just for me. I
1: come to church
0: to connect with my creator. On that level I serve a risen Savior Who's in this world today I know that he is living No matter what men may say He lives He lives Christ Jesus lives today He walks with me He talks with me along the narrow way He lives He lives salvation too in part You ask me how I know He lives is because he lives within my dear grandmother.
4: Most holy and all-wise, Father, we come this morning to say thank you. We thank you, dear God, for the word we have heard. Open up our understanding, dear God, and open up our eyes that we might be able to see. Open up our ears, God, that we can hear and help us to see ourselves as you see us, dear God. We come, God, for no or fashion or no outside show, but we come because we need you. And we thank you for the word that you have sent to us. Help us to be encouraged. You said be strong and be of good courage. Help us to stand strong, dear God. Help us, oh God, to trust you to know that we are somebody. You didn't make no junk when you made us, but you made us in your own image. And, oh God, help us to realize who we are and what you have for us to do. Bless us this day, God. Help us, O God, to put our trust in you, not in man. You said trust not in man, trust not in princes, trust not in kings, but trust you. Help us to put our trust in you, knowing that you love us so much, knowing there's nothing too hard or impossible for you. Help us, dear God. We come to you this morning. As we heard the word, God, we're asking you to make us strong. Make us strong, because you said we can do all things. We are all things, because we are in you. You made us, and you want us to be what you have made us to be. We just thank you this morning, God. We praise you, and we love you, God. And as this word goes forth, God, hide it in our hearts, God, not just to hear and talk about it, but hide in our hearts, oh God, that we might be able to live what you have called us to be. We just thank you this morning. We thank you, God, and we praise you. And we thank you for making us who we are, that we are somebody. We love you, we praise you, and we magnify your holy name. And we give you all the honor, all the praises, and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Praise your name. Thank you.